show this is uh, one of my favorite shows that i love because it's me um today i have a special co-host um you know her from house of torch souls she is one of my favorite people um sarah gregory she is the co-host today with our show hi sarah hey so um today's a really good show i know every show is a good show but today's a really good show i'm so happy we have one of my favorite people um, you know her, you've seen her work, she is one of the hardest working people I know, she's always staying busy. Uh, we have today on the show, Jennifer Nagel, so... Wow, yeah. what an entrance! I love this <laughs> show already! Yeah, so it's... it's and cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it, it can't get any better than that, so I might as well just shut it off, so I think yep. everyone's like... <laughs> I think everyone's like, oh, thank God, we don't have to hear him speak, so. Oh, stop. So. But that's just me, so. Um, yeah, um, welcome to the show, Jennifer. Or is, do you prefer Jennifer or Jen? I'm sorry. We can, we can be casual. You can call me Jen. I feel like Aww. I get in trouble when I'm called Jennifer, so Jen it is. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm really big on names, because I know my name, Jay Alexis. People are like, huh? Jen, Jen, she... How how is it pronounced? It's like it's J, like it's literally J, and then they go oh, okay. Um, like I remember one time I had to tell someone like, oh, J Lex is my stage name, and they go, what do you do? And I was like, um, would you like to know? Oh, that's a good question. I've been asking myself that since day one. So <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things where you know it's just hard. It, it's just like oh, it's a stage name. Like you go like if someone says oh, that's my stage name. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like I'm like like if they want to tell me their career, that's cool. But I'm like like, oh, so what do you do? It's like, oh, I write, and I do podcasts. So, but um, yeah. So how are you, Jen? You, you doing okay with everything going on? Because I know, you know, I know it's a busy. I know it's a topic that everyone talks about all all the time yeah. with guests, you know, celebrities and whatnot. The whole coronavirus. Like, how has it been affecting you personally? Uh, with your work as well as you know your personal life, if you will. I, I uh, I've been doing okay. I've been staying really busy. Um, the first two weeks were like Christmas Day, every day yeah. straight. You know, it was like <laughs> I didn't have to go to work and I could stay in bed and I could yeah. sleep and I could just you know catch up on all these shows and I started reading a book which I love to read and never have time to do it. So yeah. I was able to do that and then I got offered like all these projects to do like a lot of like you know self-taping at home for um short short movies and all this kind of stuff and um I was able to catch up on a project that I had been working on since January so everything was great and then honestly the past two weeks I'm like get me out get me out I need to leave leave these four walls and I need to see people (laughs) yeah it's it's been it's 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 been a struggle. I think more so for the independent film community, because I think with bigger studios, 
you know they can take they can afford well i guess more, more so they can like okay well we'll do this and blah, blah blah but whereas a lot of actors you know this is their bread and butter as well as the technical aspect you know it's a lot harder for them um because they're not able to do any work so i mean it sucks you know i totally get it because i think for the most part i was like okay this is cool but there's like little things i do miss and i'm like Ugh, you know <laughs> and it's just it's it sucks so yeah. but i mean you're still being busy like i'll see your facebook and whatnot and i just see you constantly working is it something yeah. that it's like it's is it more like you just you can't like you're a shark that you just gotta keep on swimming when it comes to your work for me yes i have to um i'm i i didn't realize how much of a workaholic i was until like all this hit and i wasn't able to like do a lot of things or go out or whatever um and there were a lot of realizations that i had to kind of face on like i noticed that when I don't want to deal with things, I'll like put it into my work or I'll focus on writing or I'll go yeah. out to like a network or do something like that. Like now I can't, I can't do that. So yeah. it's like, Oh dang. All right. But yeah. um, as far as like always constantly working, I've always been like that. So yeah. it's just kind of the norm for me. It just feels like it's just slowed down a little bit. But um, I've always, always worked on a lot of projects at home. I mean, Malvolia, I shoot for my living room, so that's not yeah. anything different. So, yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about that. Like, how did that come? Like, because I think I added you, like, I became friends with you for about maybe, I want to say a year ago, maybe? Like, I, I had to take a wild guess. But, like, how did, like, Malvolia come about for you, if you don't mind me asking? Sure. Um, it's, uh, she was developed originally originally i had i'm gonna try and sum this up because it's always such yeah. a long story and i don't want to <laughs> sorry but um <laughs> unless you got all the time in the world you want to give me i mean we got like another five weeks of lockdown so i mean go for it <laughs> yeah because honestly i'm afraid that you'll be talking about something like let me tell you one quick story and tell it's the whole hour and i just can't smith the whole interview hey let her have it <laughs> yeah well, it all began on an evening such as this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so basically, there was this, there, there is this female franchise with a female name as the title um, yeah. that I was exposed to. And mm. I was like, oh, my God, I would love to be a part of this, you know, because uh, I had noticed that it was pretty much all male directors. Yeah. And it was all about the males. And I was kind of like, well, what if we really showcase this female character and make her badass and have a female voice and female director behind it yeah. and, you know, kind of give a little bit of something different to the franchise. And so I wrote a treatment on what I wanted to do. And treatment is just kind of like a, a, a summary of what you would want to do with, with a script if you're given the opportunity. Right. And uh, the creator politely declined. Uh, but one of the producers uh, read it and thought that there was something there, and he really, really encouraged me to keep going with it. So when I wasn't under the film, you know, franchise restrictions of X, Y, and Z, what had to happen in every scene, you know, all that kind of stuff, I thought, well, I want to take the script and I want to keep a badass female lead you know, role, but yeah. talk about something that isn't really talked about in the horror genre, or that, you know, not many people talk, talk a lot about, you know? Yeah. And so I kind of dabbled with some, some ideas, and then I went to Son of, Son of Monster Palooza that year, and that was the year that they were celebrating Elvira, yeah. and 
was so amazed at how popular she still was yeah. and how many people were standing in line for her and how much m- money people were paying to have like 0.5 seconds with her yeah. that I was like, oh my God, horror hosting, like nobody talks about it. This is a horror, you know, genre thing that I could, you know, resurrect and I could do this feature film on it. Yeah. And I now stand corrected that there are horror hosts across the nation, across the world, that are still killing it and still doing public access. But at the time, I had no idea. And so I thought that I was going to be, you know, doing this thing. And um, I went and started researching. And I knew I didn't want to do an Elvira character. Like yeah. the funky sorority sister, you know, valley girl is yeah. cool, but just not my thing. And so uh, I, I, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. That's what I love about your character is that, you know, she's very sexy, but she's not over the top. Like, she doesn't sell that mm-hmm. as her character, or mm-hmm. you're not too hokey to the point where, you know, you're making jokes. It's like, yeah, I mean, you probably could make a joke, but at the same time, you're not going to that realm. Like, hey, I'm all comedy, and you're just yeah, like... I'm not, I'm not slapstick. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I wanted to play on the sensual sexuality, but I also didn't want it to, do, to define me. Because I feel yeah. like in a lot of female characters in the horror genre it's all about uh tits out sex being naked running around Ooh, i'm a victim wah kill me now all that kind of stuff i wanted to have a different voice i wanted to have strength and power and passion and so um so yeah so uh i started writing this feature film on a horror hostess and i did a lot of research on vampira i went to like the core Um, went back to Vampyra and I, you know, did research that she was all about the Adams family and Morticia Adams. And so that's kind of where I like base my character off of and everything. And, um, as I was writing the script, I was like huge into the Blair Witch Project and I really loved their marketing. I loved the way that they put it together. I really loved the found footage aspect of it. And I was like, I want to make this character real. Because if I can build up a fan base, once I shoot this feature film, I'll already have that fan base, and that would be easier for distribution. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just do a quick web series, like six episodes, whatever. And so all this research, you know, miraculously, I found the dress on Amazon.com. And, oh, jeez. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ever really wanted to know my secret? It's yours. <laughs> I'm probably sure I touched that packet, so you know. Well, I mean, the cool thing is now, like, come Halloween, if we're still, if we can go out, there'll probably like everyone will be like, all these girls will just go on Amazon and find your dress and like go as you for Halloween. So I mean, that's the that's probably the biggest compliment you can probably. I'm get. already buying the boobs for it, so. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, my boyfriend and I came up with these publicity photos because I had a couple of horror websites that were backing me up on this like secret project that I'm like I'm going to be the new horror host on the web series on a web series kind of thing and so we uh, launched the picture on January 1st of 2017 and she blew up and I was not expecting it I was expecting hate I was expecting people to say that I was copying I was expecting people to be like oh this again like and it was the total opposite and then I was like well, I can't kill her off. Like, she has to live. Like, she has to live on. Yeah. So, here we are, completed 
season three and unsure of season four where we're going you know so yeah i mean it, that's that's really good because i know the internet can be very brutal especially when you try to do something either different or something unique mm-hmm. like oh like oh it's like this blah blah, blah. and it's like that, that's almost like everything like there's like so many movies out there that's basically like this movie and this movie like I know when, like for example, when Slither came out, people would go, "Oh, it's just like Night of the Creeps." And they go, "Yeah, I guess you could say that." So I mean, it, it can be very brutal, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is trying to create anything either way you, you think it's original or if it's something kind of similar, but you're just you're doing your own take on it. Yeah. And that brings me to another question, which is a good follow-up. Um, rejection is, um, you know, we all face it every day. If you were, if you were, if the fans were either rejected, would you have worked harder for it, or would you have just like, you know what, maybe they're right, um, maybe I should just call, uh, you know, try to focus on something else that might work, or you know, like how would you, like how did you, how do you handle rejection when it comes into this business? Because you gotta have a pretty much a tough skin. Yeah. So I've been acting since I was ten, wow. and anybody who's been rejected more than me i will be shocked because i constantly am denied rejected tossed aside forgotten about whatever so i've got i've got a few years under my belt with all of that that um when people say they don't like something or they say i can't do it i'm like okay let me prove you wrong let me show you how i can do it yeah and so if 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 I if the whole Malvolia thing was to be rejected or looked down upon, I probably would have proceeded to just do the six episode web series and then continued on with the feature film. Yeah. Yeah, I would have I would have saw it to the end for sure. Yeah, it's it's just I mean for me I think um I it, it's happened to me a few times where I got rejected, and it's funny because I never got the response back, and I think one of them was kind of like uh, I was offered a dude to be a host. Um, I won't say where, or I won't say who, but I was offered to be a host, um, hosting movies, and they're like, okay, just send an audition tape to us. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And I did it, and they're like, okay, just pretend, uh, blah, blah, this is the scenario, this is, you know, this is, like, you do your own character, whatever, blah, blah, and I was just like, okay, cool. And I did it. And I was like, okay, here's my tape. And I sent it again. I was like, hey, let me just make sure it's all, you know, I was all on top of things. Like, hey, let me just send it to you again. Just make sure that it went through, blah, blah, blah. And they said, yeah, we got it. Cool. And I never heard a response. And I think it was like last month I was like, oh, shit. I sent them a video and I never heard a response. I guess I didn't get it. So I was a little hurt. But at the same time, I was just like, I think I would be a lot hurt more if I didn't do it. Yeah. And I think. Yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. that's just something where it's like, you know, it's a lot worse than rejection. I think with rejection, you're like, you know what, this is going to make me stronger, this is going to make me, okay, these are the points that they didn't like, or this is the points that didn't work, so that gives me something to work on, versus, like, the what-ifs. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, I totally understand that a lot of times you're not going to get a response back, so the way that I've learned to cope with it is you just... Do it, do it to the best of your ability. Say that was a really freaking great time. Send it off, and then just be done. Yeah. You know, you just gotta like turn. You just gotta switch that off because um, a lot of times when you feel like you've done your best, 
are always the times that you are rejected. Exactly. A lot of of times when I'm doing something and I don't give a rat's ass about it, those are the things that I book. So it's, it's really messed up how this industry is and how it works. Well, going forward with that, um, with the whole audition tape stuff, how do you think now with the whole like quarantine, what's, um, how do you think like auditioning is going to continue on after the quarantine? Do you think it's still going to be just with like tapes or? Um, I'll be, I'll be really interested to see what they're going to do because a majority of auditions are that I get are always self tape. Mm-hmm. You know, so that wouldn't be anything different. It's, and I don't think a lot of in-person auditions will start up unless the, you know the studios and all and everything starts back up and running, and they figured out how we're going to work with them one another because, you know, like how how can we be in, in a scene and be close to one to to your scene partner if you've got to touch your scene partner if you have to be intimate with your scene partner and this COVID thing is still going on like how are we going to deal with that are we with even going to be able to deal with it yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> I mean I understand how like you know when you're when you're doing your shots like you can do like the single shots and everything but like the the wides with the other actor I mean I don't know I honestly have no idea how this is gonna work out (laughs) I just I kind of have a feeling we might be just doing like a bunch of cartoons or animated like CGI films for like a while but like like, well I guess we're gonna do I don't know know, I kind of like this six foot thing like if people could just keep staying away from me that'd be great I'm so with you with the personal space absolutely yes yeah for real like for me I'm just like like I, like me, I'm a homebody, so I'm like this kind of doesn't bother me. So it's really cool, but there's like little things I miss. Like I know when people go, oh, like when this is over, I'm gonna go to like restaurants, I'm gonna go to bars, I'm gonna go see my so and so, I'm gonna do this. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna go to a movie and just sit in a dark room like I do at yeah, home. So I'm keep doing this, what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I went to the park today and I saw a lady with a baby, and I ran the other way. So I'm yeah. good with this six foot thing. Yeah, like for me, I'm just like. I'm just, you know, I'll go out and like I'll just go to the necessities that I need to do. But other than that, I'm just like, okay, cool. So, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. It's scary, but I mean, I'm just, I'm really glad. Well, I guess to an extent, a lot of people are just doing so many things at home and they're really up in the ante. It's like, oh shit. Like, I think I saw a video with Zoe Bell from Kill Bill, Death Proof, Hateful Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, and it was just like, okay, this is the coolest fucking thing ever, and this could probably change the way we might do movies. I don't know, but I don't know if you've seen it, Jen. But no, what it, is it? It's. I'm, do you want to tell Sarah? I mean, um, <laughs> no. So Zoe Bell gathered a whole bunch of different actresses. Um, Rosario Dawson. Um, who else was it? It was like Drew a whole Barrymore's. bunch of them. Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Um, oh. So anyway, it's like. She was, uh, there is like different fight scenes, and it just kept like circulating through like their phone. Oh, and it, but it was really neat, it was really cool. I've seen, I've seen makeup people do that where they kind of like do something to their face yes. and then toss like a makeup it's, brush or something. Yes, it's similar, similar to, to that. that, yes. But every time like one person ended like with a kick, it would go to something else, so like someone would like you know, fall down the stairs, and then they would do, like, a punch, and then would go to the other person. So that's So cool. it's, like, a whole chain reaction, but it was, like, brilliantly done. 
yeah cool. there's like very little dialogue but it's like holy shit and it's just it's so clever and it's just like that is amazing like we are just but at the same time you know it's like oh shit i miss like this and blah blah but yeah, yeah it's just i mean it's being creative and, yeah, um, I just uh, I just finished shooting a little segment of myself for a fan film where it was written perfectly, where we're all like on and the picture was just recently released like an hour ago. So I can say like I, I play an alien. So we're on different planets. And yeah. so that's how like it was able to like that's how we recorded it. So when once he puts it all together, I can't wait. But yeah. um, it was it was at least something different than like oh I'm video chatting with my friend and something happens yeah you know? <laughs> yeah but people are definitely getting very creative. Speaking of creativity, has there ever been a time where I guess with uh, Malovia Malo Malvo ah Malvolia Malvolia there you go has there ever been because I know you have a lot of control with the character but has there ever been times where people go what if we do this? Like, what if we put her in space? Or what if we put her, like, like just out there, outlandish You're scenarios. trying to compare it to, like, Jason? Well, I want to go to space. I'd love to go to space. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> it's more so, like, do they, like, have you ever been, like, pitched, like, weird scenarios for your character? You're like, no, that's what I don't want to do. Or, like, hey, that sounds really fucking cool. Like, I would love to go do that scenario. Um, okay, so, I always... Like, whenever we're, we're shooting and always on my sets, I'm always welcome to any type of, type of creative criticism or any type of ideas. Because yeah. I know that my way is never the highway. My way yeah. is just, this is how I'm going to do it. And somebody co could come with, like, a better idea. Yeah. Um, I've never been approached where putting me in someplace bizarre because I embrace the weird and the bizarre. Like yeah. it, it was talked about like me doing like a spinoff of Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah. And I'm so <laughs> in it. Like, I'm like, dude, I want to walk down the crazy New York city streets and like be that goth chick that people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. well, now's your chance. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. Yeah. I mean, that lawyer <laughs> dressed up as death. So, I mean, that's, I mean, you can do that. So, <laughs> Where did all the humans go? I killed them all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm always open to everything. It's it's the follow through, you know, because yeah. I get a lot of people that are like, hey, you should do this with the character, and I'm like, all right, you write it, we'll go from there. Yeah. And about ninety five percent of the time, no one ever writes it or follows. Yeah. It, you know? Then I don't take it seriously. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I know that. Um. You were recently in a few movies. Well, you're practically in a lot of movies, but one that stood <laughs> out, I guess one that a lot of people were talking about was 1031 2. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So, how, did they approach you to bring that character to, this, to their movie, or was it something like, hey, you know, like, how did that come about? So, uh, basically, I was seeing 1031 Part 1 being, yeah. like, you know, put on social media. Um, and I was like, I want in on this. How do yeah. I become a part of 1031 part one? You know, and I was just thinking from an actor's standpoint. I wasn't thinking of a horror hostess standpoint. Yeah. Um, and because that, that, that's my that's my true one love is acting. You know, this horror yeah. hostess thing is just kind of like a little thing that I can kind of get into projects such as this. Yeah. Um, so I 
I approached Brett Yeager and I was like, hey, dude, if you need an actor for your short film for 1031, you know, let me know. Happily audition. And he's like, yeah, uh, we're finishing up this project. Everything's been shot. He's like, but you should contact Rocky Gray. You know, he he always comes up with like really great badass ideas and he's a good person to know. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, awesome. So I friended Rocky and once he accepted my request, I always try and send a message when people accept my request. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Rocky, it's cool to meet you. Hey, I just want to let you know if you're ever looking for an actress in the future or horror hostess. You know, yeah. let me know. I heard the 1031's already done, but in the future, I'd love to be a part of something with you and work with you. And he's like, yeah, cool. A couple weeks later, he's like, hey, so I kind of need like a, a, a piece to connect these two scenes together. Is there any way that you'd be down to shoot like a, a quick scene as your horror host character? And I was like, yeah, what do you want me to do? So he sent me a script. I kind of, you know, added my Malvolia flair to it. And yeah. two of my friends and I shot it again in my living room (laughs) and um sent it off and then um i was part of the the first 1031 part one and then a year goes by and he's like hey you know if we ever do a second one you're totally going to be a part of it and i'm like awesome i i'm totally (laughs) i'm totally honored i'd love to yeah and so yeah and that's how i became part of two (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah i mean I, i you know i see your resume you're always working has there been like one movie where you're like, well, aside from Olivia, has there been like another movie where you're like, you know what, this is the one that I want the fans to know me by, or this is the one that really, like, I brought my, like, I'm not saying you don't bring your A game to all your movies, but is this one, yeah. like, is there one that, you, that stands out the most to you? Um, it would have to be, it would have to be That Night. The short yeah. film that night. Agreed. Um. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's how I. That, I think that's how I saw your yeah. work. Like I saw Malovia, and then I saw that night. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay, so. Yeah. Um. The, I had just gotten to the point where I mean, throughout my whole career, I've always had to like kind of try and prove to people like who I am and what I can do. I've yeah. never been that actress that just falls into things and people think that I'm so fantastic that they put me in everything of their every single one of their projects and they specifically write things for me because they know like that's I had to work my ass off like 24/7 to like get to even be somewhat of so, for someone to think of me for their projects so yeah. um so you know, I, I played I played the victim a lot, and then it turned into, well, you can never play a badass character. And I was like, okay, well, I'll show you. So then I started playing Malvolia. And then when I had shot my segment for um, Alex Lang's Lilith, yeah. you know, he and I were having a conversation, and he said to me, he goes, well, you know, your Malvolia character is pretty much like your Lilith character. And I was like, no, 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 no. I totally approached that Lilith, Lilith character completely different because she definitely has a transition in that one scene. So yeah. I play innocent and sweet, and then I transitioned into, you know, demon. And yeah. she's like, yeah, but it's, it's kind of like Malvolia. And I'm like, so you don't think that I can play a victim? And he's like, no, I think you could. She's that's not what I see. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to show you and everybody <laughs> that I can do it. And so I think by the time that I had, that we had gone into protect, production for that night, I was just frustrated. I was frustrated about the way that people were seeing me. I was frustrated with the people 
with people of what they said about me. Um, I was just really frustrated and angry. And so I took that opportunity to really kind of show that I do have a wide range. I I can do anything. You just got to give me that opportunity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that can sometimes happen to a lot of people. And it really sucks because it's like, yeah, you're getting work. Yeah. You're getting paid for your job. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I'm not, you know, I really want to branch out and do other stuff. And do you prefer being like leader the like do you prefer like to be the villain or you know like that? What I prefer is a good story and a good script. I yeah. will say anything you want me to jump, I will jump as high as you want me to jump. It 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 just has to be there has to be a reason for why I jump. You know, yeah. and that that goes to the script, that goes to the, the base and the spine and the, the reason that we're all coming together to tell this story. If it's not a good story, I'm, I'm kind of just shut off and, you know, kind of like whatever. Yeah. That's, I, I think that that's how I am with a lot of stuff I see. And it's like, well, if it's good, I'll give it a shot. If it's bad, then I'll just move on from it. And that's just me yeah. as a fan. Yeah. But I can completely understand because it's just, there's some movies that are like, Oh, well, like, the trailer doesn't look good, but well, just give it a shot. It could be good. Because I remember when 28 Days Later came out, I was just like, oh, that doesn't look all right. It looks okay. Like, I wasn't into it. But then when I saw the trailer, it was like, oh, it's about zombies. I was like, okay, I'm hooked. So, yeah. you know, that's just how I am with a lot of stuff. Running, running zombies. Yes. It was so good. And <laughs> I think the sequel was a lot better. Like, I liked the sequel a lot more. And I, it was just really terrifying. Yeah, it was. It was nice to see a, conc- a conclusion. I guess we'll say a conclusion <laughs> of what was happening, and and why things were happening. But at the same time, I feel like the first one was just you were experiencing everything with him. Yeah. While he was experiencing it, and I love films like that. And I love the way it was shot. It just felt like just like like just you were in if, it. Yeah, yeah, it felt like mm-hmm. found footage almost. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, sorry, but yeah, um, like I was saying earlier, I know that, um, you know, your movies and everything else coming out, is there anything that you would like to try different? Like, cause I know you said like, as long as it's a good script, but would you, have you thought about trying to like do comedies or dramas or just anything like, Hey, you know what? This is something I want to try. That's like completely out of my norm. I mean, I'll try anything. Uh, it's really funny. I um, I was just on a podcast. On, well, it was like a, a quiz show on Friday. And yeah. the guy that was the host of it, he was like, you know, I was really surprised by because I was on there for The Last Roommate. With the oh, person. I have questions. Oh, girl. We'll get to that. <laughs> Aren't you glad I totally okay? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so, and, oh, Lordy, here we go. Okay. And so, um, he was like, I was really surprised. And I'm like, why? And he's like, that, that you could do that. And I'm like, what do you mean that I could do that? And he's like, well, I'm so used to you playing Malvolia and being funny. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you think you're, you think she's funny? That's great. Okay. She has, like, a dark humor. I mean, she people and drinks their blood and eats humans. But you know, whatever. It's funny. Yeah. And um, he was like, you are so you are so serious and you are so you know like like that and I'm like yeah it yeah I mean I can I can do it all so I mean honestly I'm just kind of like you can act 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have challenge. Um, but I also have like a lot of projects coming out this 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 year too. Whenever this quarantine is up, like Desert Moon's coming out and Paranormal Attractions coming out, and both of those characters, you're gonna see a huge difference in me as well. Like I've been really fortunate to expand and to play a lot of different things. It's just waiting for them to come out so I can. I see know. Because I remember I saw like pictures from Desert Moon when you were working on it. I was like, oh yeah. crap, I can't wait for this. And then now it's like, oh, now everything's kind of shut down. So. It's, I really wish we would just release the trailer. Because yeah. the trailer is mind-blowing. Like, I am so thrilled to yeah. be a part of this project. Like, it's going to, it's going to, I personally think it's going to be something that people will talk about and will enjoy watching, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't really speak on him on behalf of the director, but yeah, I mean, they really should. Because I mean, I know most movies have been like pushed back to a year now. Like I know it's Spiral, right. you know, that trailer came out. I was like, oh shit! And they were like, oh, we're gonna release it next year, and it's like, <sighs> okay. But I feel like least... it's a prime time. Like people are sitting at home doing nothing. They want new things to watch. They want things to talk about. They want, you know, to see what's going on. Like I think it. Me personally, I think it's prime time to be doing a lot of stuff but yeah <laughs> i mean you could, yeah i mean they could totally like hype things up they can because i mean even though stuff coming out at the same time it's like hey it's gonna come out next year but i mean a year can go by really fast like i know i just like i'm like a huge better call Saul fan and <laughs> i love that show and that's like one of the shows i'll just like sit and down and watch every day like every week when it comes out and they were like, oh, the next season will be the last season coming out next year, if anything. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a long way away, long time away. But it's like, mm, if you think about it, it's not that far off because, like, there's other shows, there's other movies. So it's like, you can just build it up. And yeah. by the time, it's like, oh, it's already here. So great. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You could do like a 30 second trailer, you could do a minute trailer, like a couple weeks later. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, because I know with the Texas Chainsaw, the 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 remake, the one of the the clips from the trailer, um, it's an audio of a girl running, and you just hear the chainsaw. And I think Michael Bay said, "Yeah, we shot that at home." And I was like, "Fuck, awesome. that's yeah." And it's like there's so many things you can do now mm-hmm. that you can just edit it and just film it. Like, okay, cool, and we can just shoot it and just okay, it's out there, it's done, and we can start promoting it, and it'll yeah. start getting people talking. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So. You you can always think outside the box. Not exactly. everything has to be X, Y, and Z. It can be L, M, N, O, M, T. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you I followed th- me. I, thought, I seriously thought you were going to say OMG. I was like, here it comes. Well, I mean, I could teach the rest of the alphabet. I mean. yeah. <laughs> what is it I'm... that you do that on a daily basis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm getting better. You know, I can actually do it backwards. So. <laughs> really? Yeah, but we'll do that for another time. Okay. You know what's funny is like this is the most weirdest random fact, but it's like just me. But if I have to, for whatever reason, if I have to say the alphabet or whatever, I will like silently say to myself L M N O P. I don't know why, but as I'm like in my thirties, I still do that, and it's the weirdest fucking thing about me. I can't explain it. You just are who you are, and you own it, so exactly. do that. Yeah, you own yeah. those elemental piece. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, those are mine. I'm going to say them because they're mine. I, <laughs> I own them. So, 
But it's just one of those weird things. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, you, you said that you're reading books. So, like, what are you, is there anything you're reading right now or anything that you would recommend? Um, well, I'm a huge true crime fan, so I went on Facebook and asked people for some references. And so I fell into Anne Rule's um, Dead by Sunset. Okay. Um, and I kind of dig Anne Rule because... Those are a lot of crime stories that like aren't like huge right now, so it was yeah. like a it was like a kind of like new learning experience. Because usually, like when somebody talks about true crime, like nowadays, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally know. Or they talk about yeah. Ted Bundy, and I'm like, oh yeah, I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, Manson. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost to the point yes. where it's like, okay, well, here's another story about Ed Gein. Trust me, we've all heard <laughs> yeah, about it. So. It's all the same thing, and I think that was one thing too. Like my, it was somebody or my mom. They were like, well, Ann Rule, she used to work with Ted Bundy, and he and she wrote a book about it. I'm like, I'm so sick of Ted Bundy. Like, yeah. I want to talk. I want to learn and read about something new, you know. So yeah. I learned about this like narcissistic, crazy man who kills his wife, and it was entertaining and it was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have done. I'm sorry, I have done that before. I've gone down rabbit holes on YouTube and just yeah. look up documentaries about like. You know, like okay, well, like for, it'll start off simple, like okay, well, I want to look up, um, you know, do your do it at home, you know, home, you know, gardening, whatever, and it'll just end up with the uh, by the end of the night with top ten worst serial killers yeah. that no one knows about. I'm like, fuck. And That's me too. <laughs> I think I just did it the other night with like the Poughkeepsie tapes or whatever it was. I just like sat there and just kept watching it oh, on yeah. YouTube. Yes. Yep. That was like brilliant. I still I, need to watch that movie. I still haven't too. seen it, but it's one of those. Through. Yeah. I just heard it was one of the best like found footage films like out there, and it's like it was like one of those like oh it's like almost forbidden. It's like oh it's, it's it'll never be released, blah blah blah, because it's too graphic. And I'm like okay, so. But I remember there was a. Uh, I wish I see the link, but it was um, it really was. It was like the top ten worst um crimes ever committed, and no one knows about. And they were just really unsettling. I was like, oh, my God. And this was, like, late at night. And it was just, like, ugh. like I just felt so uncomfortable afterwards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, ugh. But, I, um, went, I went down the, the YouTube uh, Girl Scout murders thing oh, where those three little girls were that were oh at a Girl Scout camp were, like, murdered. And then, you know, you have to watch, like, you know, the abandoned videos because you want to see what it looks like now. Yeah. I, I went through a whole freaking Sunday night going through that. And I'm like, I am the most demented, weird person ever. But did like, you have Girl Scout cookies with you? That's no. The fail. Fail. No. You know, you know what? They should really sell them year-round. Like, if they sold Girl Scout cookies year-round, they would go to, like, space camp. Like, Yo, I can totally dish them out. My niece has a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what happened to me like my niece like i told my sister it's like she can become a girl scout I'm like why so that we can get the cookies I, more like i have thin mints in my cupboard like right now <laughs> oh, those are so good have you had a cereal oh god no there's girls i don't know if it's still around but there was or is girl scout cereal i think they do the samoas and i think they do the thin mints yeah no yes they right. do they do yeah. along with like the pop tarts and the sour patch kids yeah oh, oh my god. god i can't do the sour patch kids cereal oh i could she's <laughs> <laughs> like oh i could salivate, salivate, salivate. I, 
I think for me, the only cereal that I still get that's still a kid's cereal is Fruity Pebbles. Like, I will oh, get no, everything. Man. Oh my Lucky God, Charms. Lucky Charms I, for me, too. Yep. Yeah, Lucky Charms. I couldn't get into Lucky Charms. And I uh. tried so desperately. But they're magically delicious. I'm about to say that. <laughs> You know what, every time I... See yourself out. <laughs> Bye, right. guys. It was fun. <laughs> but I think for me, every time I see Lucky Charms, I always think of that scene from Leprechaun when oh, he like, yeah. pulls out the box <laughs> and he goes, Dad? Yeah. Uh, Leprechaun okay. used to scare the crap out of me. I watched it when I was like five, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, oh that, my that God. was terrifying, for sure. I remember there's a story. Um, When I was a kid back in the 80s, my mom would have the VHS tapes, and she would have, okay, you know, the kids' movies, the dramas, whatever. And it was all in sections, to an extent. And um, she had the horror section at the end of the, the shelf. And, uh, and it was always been like, it was always something, like, very very simple. It wasn't everything, it was never anything, like, um, I guess for the most part, graphic, if you will, like the covers. And she had one that I'm pretty sure everyone knows about. She had Silent Night, Deadly Night on VHS. And I would always ask, can I watch this? And she was like, no. And I knew how to work the VCR and I knew how to do everything. But for whatever reason, I had to ask her for that. And she was like, it's too graphic. You can't watch it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I can sit through it. It's not that bad. So like, fast forward to my 20s. Um, they've released it on DVD. <laughs> And I watched it, and it scared the living crap out of me. Like, I was, like, <laughs> shaking afterwards. I was like, really? I need Yeah. <laughs> I've been is... watching this since I was, like, four. Like, I, I mean, I guess we had no limits in my house. <laughs> I guess for, well, well, for me, it was just, like, like naughty, naughty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just. Yeah, it was the one where, yeah, okay. like, he goes to the, like, the... But I think for me, it's, psychologically, it's terrifying. Because it's, like, one, you know, the rape scene, and then two... You were the... told not to watch it. You were yeah. told not to watch it. And, and so that I'm... upset that element in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so grateful I did Because I think if I did, I would probably horrified into a coma. And I'm like, <laughs> you know... That's serious. But, yeah, it's it's a really disturbing movie. Like, it's a great movie, but fuck, it's really like unsettling. So like I think for me, um oh, that's what happened to me with Hereditary. Like I watched into that I walked into that movie like blindly. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, it's about a family. Okay, cool. And I, like I just walked out like shaking like Sylvester from Looney Tunes. See, Hereditary really didn't do that for me. I I'm hated just like, it. oh, Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> Hated it. Do you think it was just overhyped, or did you just you didn't like it? I do, and it, I feel like it started off like solid, and then all of a sudden it got really boinkers. Like if if I w- went in like totally sober and then got high through half of it, I'd be like, all right. This is cool <laughs> See, movie. I felt it was Midsummer. <laughs> like, I didn't. I haven't seen that. And I haven't. Well, I'm, please do because that's yeah, actually a lot better than Hereditary. I promise. <laughs> Yes, I think so. Okay. Think it's so. really it's, good. It's a cult. Like, it's a cult. It's a cult. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm into. I'm into cults. So. Yeah, see? So please watch it. But, oh, I yeah. mean, yeah, I felt like that's, like, something that I feel like you had to be, like, tripping on when you watched it. That's actually <laughs> one movie that stuck with me for days when I left the theater. I'm like, what did I watch? <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, like I think you saw before me. I think you and Tara saw yes. before me. And <laughs> yes. you guys were like... It's like uh, like still trying to process everything. And... Like you have to do you have to do acid before you watch it. It's like yeah. I feel like with 
all of his movies and you ask people, like, what is it like? Well, um, it's bad. you know, you just gotta watch it for yourself. And it's like, fuck, it's that deep. Oh well, my god. Well, I feel like it's like more, I think he has like more mental issues than like I do. It's like, <laughs> I'm like sitting there like reevaluating like myself when I'm watching that. <laughs> Like, I'm a well, sane person. I'm yeah. stable. <laughs> Why do I not have money right now from it? <laughs> I think that's what happened, like, with me and Uncut Gems. Like, my brother saw it, and I remember, uh, you know, I asked him, I was like, how was it? And he goes, mm, you can only see it once, but you gotta see it for yourself. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I saw it, and I don't know if you've seen it, I won't spoil it, but it's such... It's a great movie, but fuck. I mean, I needed to take Xanax and just... <laughs> You oh, know, it, it's a very <laughs> stressful movie. Like it, it, was, it actually was. I think I caught like bits and pieces at like my mom going Christmas, and I'm like, why am I watching this? Wow. It and it just like afterwards, I was just like, I like I just I my whole day was shot. I was like, I just want to go sleep and just forget about everything. And it's a great movie, and he was robbed of an Oscar, or at least an Oscar nomination. But yeah, it's just it was so stressful. And, um, I um I have not seen this, so I I know how to proceed further when I do. Yeah, just, <laughs> just be prepared. Just stick with Midsummer. Don't watch Uncut Gems. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. like don't just make don't. a double feature. Just stick with Midsummer because yeah. yeah. that just. Yeah, because I I feel like the the Lighthouse. I'm I'm not even going there. You know, I have yet to see that. I was actually thinking about renting it this week. I have yet to see it as well. I think I want to see, but I just want to make sure to enjoy because I don't want it to be overhyped. Because I think that's what a lot. Because I know with people hereditary, it's like, oh, was it overhyped? Like, yeah, it was overhyped. I'm like, okay, then I'll just let it go. Because, um, believe it or not, to this day, I can't watch Scarface or Monty Python because everyone has ruined it for me. So I'm like, oh, okay. I have vicariously watched it through you all now. So. <laughs> But is that something that you kind of hoped for, where you're like you be in a movie where it's just like, like oh it's just too much, or like for the audience like oh well be prepared for this, or you know like or anything like that. You know, is that one of your goals? Uh, I think we accomplished that with Inverted that I shot last summer. Um, yeah. Inverted is is about an all women run cult. Um, and the things that we do are extremely disturbing, like beyond, beyond disturbing. Um, so I feel, I feel like we definitely went there with that. And also the last roommate, I feel is (laughs) once again, I know you've got questions. Oh, I got questions. (laughs) They're burning. (laughs) I feel like, uh, we pushed a lot of limits and there was Uh, (laughs) <laughs> uncomfortableness with that so i feel like i have done all of that yeah <laughs> yeah uh, is is there like stuff that you just like won't do or like you know what just like i know like you said that like, if it's a good script you know you would do it but is there some stuff like you know what that's just something that you know i don't feel comfortable with or just something like you know what that's just you know not my like i uh, you know it's just something that you just couldn't see yourself doing as an actress. I, I am pretty much open to anything and everything. I just won't do uh, nudity and I won't yeah. do S and M. 
Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of S and M attached to uh, the last roommate, and don't know what you're that... talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of it that was cut out because I refused to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, that's it, though. I'm pretty much open to anything. I, I, you know, when when we do Malvolia, I prefer not like killing of children. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't Ooh. I mean, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, am I allowed to say that considering what I do? Like, <laughs> I know. It's just, it's hard being a woman in horror. And I feel like we have that, that around us where people are, like, the, the littlest things that I say are dissected by so many people and I'm attacked a lot yeah. on social media that, like, that's the one thing that I don't know I can do on Malvolia is is sacrifice of babies or killing of children. I just I don't know if I can. I mean I'm not saying I won't. I just don't know if I can do that anytime soon. I'm not saying I won't. So I mean that's like it's <laughs> like in the future. Is that like yeah, after quarantine? And I'm around and I'm super angry and really bitter with life. More bitter than I am now. Well we'll cross that. <laughs> well I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have a couple that we can sacrifice. So. <laughs> I mean, we'll there's some kids. kids. There's just some kids. I'm not saying I endorse them, but there's some kids like, you know what? You just, you know, I can't wait till life, you know, it's, you know, kicks in the ass. <laughs> oh, kids are fantastic. There's some good. No, there's some good kids, and there's just some kids like, like it's so weird. Like my niece, I have to keep on remember that she's still growing up. So like we'll be talking and stuff. That's like, oh yeah, like uh, fucking Goodfellas. That's a good movie. And she'd be like, "What?" I'm like, See, "You never seen Goodfellas? The fuck's wrong? Oh, that's right. You're, you're See, my six year old, my six year old niece is pretty badass. Like her favorite, one of her favorite movies. Like you know, hope my sister doesn't listen, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space. She was all into that. Yeah. <laughs> all into that. Yeah. I that's not too bad of a movie. Well, I mean, when she asked me if they were dead in those cotton candy cocoons, and I'm like, no. And she goes, well, why is his head there? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody lives happily ever after, always. I'm like, and then I just, like, shut it off, and now she's sitting in the dark, and I'm, like, trying to figure out how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you show it to her, like, late at night, or, like, was it during the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was late at night, and then we went from that to, like, Ash vs. Evil Dead, so that was perfect. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Luckily for me, my my niece and my nephew, they don't. They're not into. I think my niece is more into like uh, Disney and like Nickelodeon, but I don't think she's ever seen a horror movie, as far as I know. But I just don't want to be there when she goes. Oh, can you like recommend a horror movie? And it's like, uh, I oh, no, they're all underground horror movies or just I took like, her to a con. She's fine. Like she's seen it all now, you know. <laughs> we <Yeah>. good. She's <laughs> been exposed. <laughs> yeah, she oh has she? <laughs> that poor kid. I miss I miss the conventions. I miss like I do too. Them. I miss I miss people uh, ish. Have you ever done any of the uh, the conventions or whatever Expos, if you will, uh, as your character Malovia, or has he just gone as a fan, or just or anything like that? I I dressed up and walked around. I think it was Son of Monster Palooza yeah. one year, um, and then um, I had uh, I was kind of like sponsored at Midsummer Scream this year by the Boneyard because I was um, the horror host of their first web series episode. Yeah. So um, you know, like. 
I've always just mostly been a participant. And to be honest with you, I'm just a little burnt out by them. It's just the anxiety and the claustrophobia is getting a little too much. So, um, yeah. I think for me, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's very nerve wracking. Cause I remember I had to do, I had to host a couple of panels and, um, I was just like so nervous. I was just like, "Oh, there's kids in attendance. I have to watch my language." No, yeah. no, you don't. I, I did so, <laughs> and it was like, and it was just like, okay. And it wasn't like it was a great convention. It was great people. They did a great show. But me being me, I'm like, "Oh shit!" I mean, fuck! I mean, <laughs> you know what? Damn. <laughs> you know that's the greatest thing now with the whole quarantine. Like now that we're wearing masks. I can say fuck as many times and no one will know with my mask. It's perfect. I think for me it's a lot worse because I look I, I, I look completely unapproachable. Like I um am very shy in real life, but I look like always furious, like I'm gonna hit somebody. And I think it's a lot worse because with my mask on, you just see my eyes all like angry and I'm just like con- I'm like contemplating, okay, uh, this is how much my Account, so I'm gonna go to the store. I'm gonna get this and this and this and that be it. So I'm just like concentrating about that, and I just look furious. So I just look like like an escaped mental patient. But so. that's okay, because then they won't take your toilet paper. So True. exactly. Mm-hmm. True. See. Is um. <laughs> but speaking of which, is um is is Halloween a big deal for you? Because I know it's coming up in a few months, and hopefully we do have it this year. But oh, we're Halloween... having it. Yeah, we should. Oh my god. I mean, it's we need to have Halloween. Like just I just want Halloween and Christmas. That's all I care about. Everything else, you know, I can deal with, but is Halloween a big deal for you, Jen? Oh yeah, Halloween's always been a big deal. Um well, the 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 thing that kind of brings it down a little bit is that Malvolia that's like kind of Malvolia's time, yeah. you know, is is October and and Halloween time. So, I work the most yeah. <laughs> during that time so by the time it's halloween day i don't dress up. i just kind of sit around and just do nothing because i'm i'm just chilling from the whole crazy month that we just had um, yeah but i do i do love halloween it's a spe- it's definitely a special time in my heart you know like growing up and costumes and all that kind of stuff i love dressing up you know what's funny is that for me it's honestly the it's the most quiet month for me ever. Like I'll do my reviews, I'll talk about stuff, but for the most part, people go, "Oh, like what's a good horror movie?" And I'm like, uh, "I mean, there's so many good movies, but honestly, I'm watching like, um, you know, Titanic, or I'm watching like, <laughs> they like Titanic. yeah, <laughs> I, I'm honestly watching everything else that isn't horror movies. Like I think the only horror show I watch is the Charlie Brown Halloween special, but other than that." It's the most quiet month for me. It's like I do this every day for the rest of the year. So one month I just take it off unless yeah. I have to work. I don't know. I always hit up any anything I can find for Halloween. That and I'm very crafty during that time, but because I have to be. So. Do you dress up or do you just go as Malovia? Mal, Mal, ah, Malovia. Malvolia. Ah. <laughs> We've been talking about this whole time, and I keep on screwing up the name. I'm. S- <laughs> You know what? So I'll just say it like for you. Yeah. <laughs> so many people are gonna kill me because it's like you screwed up the name. It's like I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to do it intentionally. But do you go as her for Halloween, or do you just dress up as you know anything for Halloween? 
I honestly have just been dressing up as myself for Halloween the past couple of years. <laughs> but my constant, like, character that I dressed up for two years because um, this past Halloween, I was at a uh, – one of my friends was getting married, and I was part of the, the bridal party. You yeah. know, so so we went out on Halloween for, like, her, her kind of, like, bridal dinner thing. And then the year before, I went to a costume party for a birthday party. And so that the costume came in twice, like, handy twice in a row. And it was Wednesday Adams. Like, wow. everybody was like, oh, my God. And people, like, would take pictures with me and, and come up and talk to me. I mean, it was crazy. And I'm like, but it's Wednesday Adams. Like, everybody yeah. dresses up as Wednesday Adams, But... It was fun. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember um, I have learned to appreciate every character who plays Leatherface because I remember one year I went as Leatherface uh, and I wore the mask and within 30 seconds I had to take it off because I got so hot, hot in it. Sticky. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it was around Halloween and people were going to the bars or whatever. They go, oh, hey, can I take a picture with you? I'm like, yeah, but can we take it real quick? Because it's very hot in here. <laughs> so, like, and I took it to my advantage because people go, oh, well, like, uh, do you want a beer? It's like, if you can give me a water, I would appreciate it a lot more because it's, like, <laughs> sweltering in this outfit. So I think I lost, like, two pounds oh. just from the outfit alone. <laughs> so yeah. now I know what I'm going to be for Halloween. <laughs> there you go. It's like, wait, so, you still face. <laughs> there you go. So, like, when I hear, like, the actors who do it, I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, they're on the set with the cameras and the lights, and it's so hot. And, yeah, it's just unbearable. Yeah, character so. acting isn't as easy as it looks like at all. Not at all. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it can be very frustrating, especially if you're out in areas. Because I know um, you do Desert Moon out in the, the desert. Well, the desert. So, <laughs> yep. that must Hence have been a challenge name. in itself. So that was a huge, like, eye-opening experience because it is super dang hot during the day and then freezing dang cold at night. Like, colder than I've been cold before. Like, we're talking buffalo cold weather. I don't know what that's like. No, no, I know you didn't. That's why I mentioned it. Uh, (laughs) Considering it's actually supposed to snow, like, tomorrow, so. Oh, my God, I don't Oh, uh, we have never. I think we got snow twice in Texas. So, I mean, it's well, pretty. South Texas. It's pretty, but like eight months out of the year with it, no, it's like done. I'm over <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. the fool that is me. <laughs> we still live there. <laughs> I mean, who lives yeah. in Buffalo, New York? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no one will adopt me. So. <laughs> Mm. I would if I had a lot of money. <laughs> Just a sandwich will do, you know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> it sounds like a chore when you just said that. Why not? Why not? <laughs> All right, I guess you gotta eat. Yeah. God forbid you eat. <laughs> Go ahead and make it for you. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, so, it's coming to a close. I'm sorry, everyone, but 
Wait, Sarah, wait, wait, last roommate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> Okay. Dying to know what she wants to know. Yeah. And I'm probably like the most random question. It's like, hey, so when you were on set, did you like drink this soda or this soda? <laughs> oh my god, I hope she asks me that, other than what I think she's going to be asking me. Wait, wait ask what? What soda? Did I like this soda or that soda? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, she's so, going. She's going. Deep. No, I mean, I'm not really going. I mean, literally, but I. So. <laughs> so <laughs> no. Movie? No, my mom has not seen this at I, all. That was no. not my question. <laughs> oh my but it's God. also good I'm... to know. So I had to. <laughs> I don't even want to say pleasure at that moment because that sounds horrible, but I had, you know, I watched it like twice, maybe three times. Good for you, Sarah. <laughs> but I, well, because I was going to write up a review and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what am I going to say? So, so it's, it's definitely a, um, shows you in a different light. Yes. Yes. Many different So lights. how... How? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, no. How, like, did you go about to get out of your comfort zone with this? <gasps> Ooh, okay. Um, oh, see. Do you, you want to know, you want to know the whole getting out of the comfort zone, or you just want, like, the cliff notes? Oh, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I waited all night. <laughs> that's true. Like, Tenderly waiting you know, <laughs> to just pounce on these questions. Yep. Um, I, this is not something that I would ever seek out. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, even like, well, oh, let's be honest. For me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm reading the breakdowns. I'm not like, oh, I'm perfect for this role. Let me submit. Like, no, not at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, one, one night. In December. Now, mind you, like the goal of 2020 for me was to be challenged. And for well, you were definitely challenged. <laughs> Amen, sister. And to, for people to see me in a different light, right? Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so when Dustin um, approached the script with me, he's like, um, I don't want you to do anything you don't feel comfortable with. And right then and there, it's like, okay, red flags, red flags. What am I getting <laughs> And he's like, I, you know, but I would, I want to consider you for the role of Sarah. And I'm like, okay, well, do you have the script? Because I ain't no fool anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> and so um, I took the time and I read the script and I'm reading it and I'm like, oh my God, there's no way I'm going to do any of this stuff. Like, no way am I going to do any of this. Like, no. <laughs> like, this is not Jen Angle at all. Like, no. And so I went to my boyfriend and I said, hey, like, I just got this script. This is what I got to do. And he's like, you can't do that. And I'm like, I know I can't do it. And he's like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to him and I'm going to be like, I'll do the movie, but I can't do X, Y, and Z, which were very important parts to the script, right? Like they were pretty much the whole ending of the script. And so I just kind of figured he'd be like, all right, whatever. It's cool. You're not the right person for it. And he would move on. No, no, he definitely was like, we're willing to work around you, whatever you feel comfortable. And that, and to me, that is a very true friend and a very kind director who's willing to sacrifice some sort of creativity, you know, for the project to, to comfort me. 
And mm-hmm. so I felt safe. I did feel safe, but I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do this now? You know, because everything that I said I wasn't going to do, he took out of the movie. <laughs> so I have this script because we were shooting in March. No, we were shooting at the end of February. And then Julianne Prescott got really, really sick. So it got pushed to March. So I had a couple of extra weeks. I had, I had what? Eight, eight, ten, I had 10 weeks to memorize this script and to really envelop myself in this script. And mind you, that's more than enough time. And I'm always more well, crazy prepared every time I go to set. Um, and I wanted to be extremely prepared when I, when I went to set for this. And for some reason, I couldn't memorize lines. I couldn't, I, they just were not sticking in my head. I spent hours and hours and hours working on these, this script and it just wasn't working. And I, I went to one of the producers and I was like, this is, this is just, I think I have to drop out. Like I have to drop out of this movie. Like I'm, I'm going to look like a fool. I'm going to like piss everybody off. It's just not flowing. Well, was like, it not sticking just because it's just something that you're normally not used to? I honestly don't know. I don't know if it was, I was psyching myself out or if I was really uncomfortable, or I just felt insecure. And as, as an artist, we want to be insecure. We want to be pushed out of our comfort zone because that's when the most beautiful art can happen. Was I resisting that? Maybe. I don't know. And to this day, I really don't know what the problem is because, you know, like anytime I always really embrace material, whether I'm comfortable with it or not, for this, I don't know what it was. And so he, he talked me through it, and he's like, well, what can you relate to the character? What can't you relate? What do you think the problem is? Da, da, da. And, he, and he's like, Jen, you got it. You can't quit. And I'm like, fuck. I thought that was like, <laughs> damn it. So then, you know, Justin had a conversation with me when we were shooting another project. And he's like, don't be nervous. He's like, I heard you're nervous. And I'm like, I'm petrified. And he's like, don't be. He's like. We're going to work around, like, you and whatever you feel comfortable. And I go, I know, and that's what terrifies me. Like, what if I screw this up? Like, honestly, I don't know what my issue was. And then come the day that we were shooting, I was nervous as all hell. And then I got to set, and he was like, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And the first scene was a masturbating scene. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I did it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> ready just do it and get it over with me did it and that's what <laughs> everything else is just kind of like you know rolling it just sweat right up <laughs> just kind of you know you just do it and that's it like with julianne i mean she's like the easiest most nicest kindest person to work with but like i'd be like are you do you feel uncomfortable like, how do you want me to do is, is this okay she'd be like girl do whatever you need to do and i'm like all right let's do it <laughs> so, um yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if that answers your question if I just, oh that answered it like <laughs> oh they answered it i think it answered about four others <laughs> i think the anticipation of everything and then finally being there and just just saying fuck it and just doing it was two totally different things like if I didn't have all of that time to like anticipate and psych myself out and like think about things and you know have other voices in my head you know I don't think anything would have been a problem so then I'm assuming that's just like you're one and done on that (laughs) um I'm trying to think have I done anything like that before 
I mean, I've had, like, a lesbian, like, kiss before. Like, I don't have problems, like, making out with Who hasn't? I mean, <laughs> not like you know, Sarah. You have no nope. idea what I went through, right? <laughs> <laughs> As I console you, yeah. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. Um... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've like kissed. I mean, I kissed Amanda in that night, but it was very like it was such a different scenario, you know. So like, do I feel uncomfortable doing that? No. Um, would I do it again? Uh, if it, it was a different reason for a different script, like this was definitely like pushing the envelope. Single white female lesbian, like. I would definitely need a different kind of story, if that makes sense. No, that does make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't think anybody would watch this movie. I, well, I, I mean, winner, winner over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody's like, oh, I watched that in the last roommate. I go, you did? <laughs> Everybody's watching this movie? Like, oh my well, God. we're in a quarantine. We have nothing to watch. <laughs> oh, so wasn't expecting this at all. <laughs> I think for me, I've watched like Meet Golden Girls the series twice on Hulu. So I'll like... send I'll send you that uh that last roommate and you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like I actually I mean I liked it because it was different. <laughs> so very, yeah, it's very. We shot it, it is... in two. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say we shot it in two days. I had like like a couple hour pickup shots. Like it was very quick wham bam thank you man to <laughs> <laughs> well two days really that's yeah like is it my best acting ever no but you know we did what we had to do in in the time that we had for sure i don't think there's best acting when it comes to lesbians <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> you know every guy i talk to says bound is like the world's greatest movie i'm like well i mean it's good no it's the world's greatest movie okay it's, it's the world's greatest movie then I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's really good, but I mean, I wouldn't call it the world's greatest movie. But I guess Sarah and everyone else probably would. For what? Bound. 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 Oh, Bound. No, I don't even know if I saw that. You never seen it? It's with Jennifer Tilly. And I forgot. Uh, oh it... yes. Never mind. You said Jennifer yeah. Tilly. Of course, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't she? She's like what? She's like I'm not joking. She's like what? Sixty something. She's in her sixties. Yeah. She's amazing. Oh yes. my god, her. Hold on. Her eyes or something. I swear, her Gwen Stefani, Evelyn Levine. I want to know he... what Kool Aid they're drinking. Yeah, they made the deal. They made <laughs> the a deal with the, the devil. Children. Yeah, they made a deal with the devil and they won. Like seriously, those women just like. Oh, Katie right. Seagal does it for me too. Kiss? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I completely. She, you know, what's funny is that I saw her one way as Peggy Bundy, but then when I saw her <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, I completely hated her character. Like, she, really, I, I like, cried when they killed her character off. It was horrible. I mean, it sucked, but at the same time, she did kind of deserve it. So I was like, mm. right, well. <laughs> I mean, overall, she was a great character. I think the only, I think the only good person in Sons of Anarchy was, um, oh shit, maybe the kids. <laughs> I, I think those were the only good people. Well, no, the nerd, his wife. I think she was like her. 
and I think the kids were like the only good people. Like she turned bad, but she had to do it to survive in the series. Don't we all? That's kind of yeah. what quarantine's about. Well, yeah, but I mean, she had a well, yeah, but I mean, she didn't like enjoy it. She just had to survive. But yeah, I mean, it was a good show. But I just I didn't like her character towards the end. I was like, what a bitch. But I mean. It was really good to see her out of her element and be completely different because I think with Futurama and Sons of Anarchy, we saw a really different side to her, and it was like really interesting that she was able to go that, you know, out of her character and be like that. So, but I mean, I can completely understand. I mean, she's still attractive even to this day. Well, so. yeah. Well, yeah. She was also good in um. What was that show? Um, how um, Eight Rules That Date My Daughter or something like that. That was a good show. Eight Simple Rules, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That was such an underrated show. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Um, is there any other questions you have, Sarah, for the last few minutes? <laughs> oh, of course she does. I know she does. <laughs> <laughs> what that makes you think that? Giggle gives it away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> now that you said that, <laughs> no, I mean, actually, <laughs> believe it or not, I really don't. Oh, oh. Ooh. Well, well, me, well, I mean, we'll see. I'm sure we'll pop in later. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, there will always be part two with us, so we can always have another conversation <laughs> with Jen, so. Slide into my DMs. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, I mean, you know, that's that's the best part. It's like I said, you're such a hardworking person. I mean, you're constantly working. I mean, you're, you know, your resume is just a complete list of so many movies and shows. So, I mean, you're really out there working. So, you know, we definitely want to have you come back again as a guest. And um, before we go, is there anything you want to promote or anything? Obviously, we're going to put the links to, you know, uh, Malvolia. Ah, oh, fuck. Malvolia. I'm gonna get so many people, so much hate mail just for messing up the name. <laughs> just your fan base will come for me. It's like, no, I just I didn't want to mess it up. But um, is there anything you want to promote? Anything you want to promote or talk about before we go? Um, well, Malvolia, uh, Quarantine with the Queen is out. Three episodes are out. There are three more to come. So if you go to youtube.com backslash C backslash Malvolia, the Queen of Scream, subscribe, and you can be up to date with all the, um, little info and, you know, posting shorts that I put out. Um, also The Last Roommate, if you want to check that out. It's on SoCal Cinemas Entertainment. You can purchase a DVD. Two thumbs from me. <laughs> <laughs> See me in a different light. Uh, and then uh, if you want to follow me on Facebook, it's facebook.com backslash Jennifer Nangle or at Jennifer underscore Nangle on Instagram and Twitter. I have a lot of quarantined movies coming out. They're just haven't been announced like we haven't announced them or i have i don't know when they're coming out so if you stay up on the social medias um you'll be able to see all of those when they pop out and for those who didn't get to write those down we will put the links onto the website onto the page so that everyone can like go to them and check them out 
Um, so yeah, I'm Jay Alexis, and I'm proud. I'm glad to have my co-host for today, Sarah Gregory. Uh, you can catch us on House of Torch Swords, ah, House of Torch Souls, as well as here on here. And Jen, thank you for being a. Uh, uh, my second guest. Oh, I guess my third guest because I I haven't lost I haven't lost episode coming out soon of another guest. So be thank you for being a part of my guest on my show. I appreciate of it. Of course, of course. Thank All you right. for having me. Of course. So we will see everyone next time. Thank you so much. You have been listening to a House of Tortured Souls production. <laughs>